is the Divine Nourishment Podcast. I'm Danielle Delvecchio. Join me as I share with you ingredients for a body you love and a life you desire. Welcome to the Divine Nourishment Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Del Vecchio, with my co-host, Josh Del Vecchio. And this is episode four. And before we begin, we just want to give a heartfelt thank you to all of you, all of our listeners, really, just for being here with us and for showing up for yourself in these deep conversations. But also, too, for all of you who took time out of your busy lives to rate and review our podcast, we thank you so much. It means so much to us, and it really helps other people to find this podcast, which is really important, and just spreading the love. So thank you guys so much. Today, what are we talking about? We are going to get into some really deep high-level conversation. You guys are going to get so much out of this. It's funny because Josh and I were talking about this earlier and just kind of downloading to see what, what wanted to come through for today's episode. And we ended up sitting in a park and pretty much having an episode. Yeah, we were like, all right, let's stop now. <laughs> Grab our stuff. Declan, let's go. And yep. then ran home before we forgot anything else uh, that we were getting into because we were covering a lot of good stuff and um, just breaking down a lot of good ideas that we've both been working on, um, you know, for some time now and stuff that I've been, uh, reflecting on this week that you've been reflecting on this week. Um, that oddly enough, just like when we decide what to wear when we go out, I'll come out of the bedroom, she'll come out of the bathroom and we're wearing matching outfits. Always. So 12 years. So oddly enough, um, <laughs> what you came up with this week and what I came up with this week. And we started, um, breaking it down at the park today, pretty much went side by side, uh, with each other. So, um, if you'd like to start with, with what you've been reflecting on and going over this week that you wanted to discuss, I'll hand this over to you. All right. Well, I think, you know, what we share is really stuff that we're revisiting on our spiritual path, on our journeys as students, um, you know, and teachers, we're still students, right? So we're, we're all, we're all going through the same things in life on this human experience and um, different contexts, of course, right? But it's this journey that just continues to evolve and it continues to flow through the ups and downs, right? So, you know, like he had mentioned, we were both kind of um, just internalizing a lot of things and working on things individually. And we came up with this topic for you guys today. And Really, what I've been revisiting is fear, which we're always, as humans, going to experience fear. You're talking about fear of scary ghosts, or are you talking about <laughs> fear what, kind of, scary ghosts. what kind of fear are you talking about? Um, fear as in, just generally speaking, like fear could be um, anytime we're feeling judgment or we're feeling lack or, you know, any of those lower vibrational feelings, which is really the ego. So that's, that's what I've been revisiting a lot this week and what we wanted to speak about because we're all experiencing this, is we're either living in love or in fear at any moment, mm -hmm. always, always, always. And It's one or the other, right? It's one or the other, always. And our true nature is love and abundance, and that's really who we are and we're really connected to each other and to this earth and there's that oneness but the ego is um you know put in place that kind of causes a separation that we believe we are separate mm -hmm. um so so yeah so with that being said you know i know you've been talking about surrender a lot which mm -hmm. i know you'll go into but you know, we're either operating from our higher self, which is our intuition, which is that loving essence, that divine essence, um, or the ego consciousness. So we're going to get into that today because we're all experiencing it. There's nothing wrong with you, right? Like sometimes we think like there's something wrong that we're feeling a certain way. And hopefully what, what we, our intention that you get out of this is just having some tools of how to navigate through that a little bit and 
cultivating a little bit more of a self-awareness to just understand yourself more and to understand when you are operating from that fear, from that ego conscious consciousness, and when you're operating from that loving essence that you really are. Um, and just little tools on that we have found in our own life um, that we're going to share with you. So coming from fear, what are some tools that we can use to help us um, identify, overcome, deal with that fear? Because that, that, that fear doesn't go away just like your ego, right? It's just naturally within us too. Again, we always talk about how we're the same human that we were thousands of years ago. Right. So we feared that we didn't have a harvest for us to, you know, get us through the winter or that our family wasn't going to eat if we didn't hunt another buffalo or whatever, right? So mm -hmm. we still always have that egoic fear inside like of primal. us. primal. Primal. Which we went, what was that, episode two? Understanding episode your hardwiring. Yeah, it's like yeah. a primal fear. And yeah. then, of course, we've got the news. We've got Yeah, so know, now we've just stuff. created all of these extra yeah. things now, a survival of work, right. your job. Right, just going commuting to work, just mm -hmm. going to figure out how you're going to pay the bills, how yeah. you're going to, you know, put money aside for savings, um, comparing yourself to others, right? Mm -hmm. So, what are some tools that we, that you and I discussed earlier today that we can share? As far as navigating that, yeah. Um, well, I think when it comes down to it, right, where we have to reprogram our thoughts from fear to love, and the primary tool for releasing the ego and that fear-based thinking is to become highly conscious of its behavior, of when you are in that ego consciousness. Because when you witness that you're in the ego and you become interested, and this is something that I teach my clients, it's such an easy little thing I'm gonna share with you, but it really does work if you are um, committed to doing this, is that when you feel lack or you feel jealous or you feel angry or you feel scared or you feel like, whatever those lower vibrational fearful feelings are, if you become interested in it, so if you're like, oh, interesting that I'm reacting this way, interesting that I'm feeling this way, you disassociate yourself from it. So essentially when you witness it, it really begins to take its power away. You're coming basically then from a place of curiosity. Yeah, exploration, exactly. Right? And it's yeah. powerful because well, yeah, then because, you're not identifying yeah. with it and you're not letting fear run the show. You're actually separating yourself and you're holding it in front of you and you're mm -hmm. looking at it and you're becoming curious. Right. Right. And from there, you can begin to ask yourself, is this true? Mm -hmm. Where is this coming from? Is this going to matter in a month, in two right. months? Like, like just all those, like, you know, those questions of self-reflection. But this is a process, right? So sometimes we get it right. Sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. And that's the human experience, but you do get better at it where you can recognize it and you can shift yourself quickly. Um, but Before I want to cut you off. So I think the good foundation for that is just remembering to be aware. Mm. Just remember to be aware. Yeah. Well, being willing and being able, yeah, yeah being aware and curious yeah. because then you start sort of observing how you are and are more conscious of how you're interacting primarily your thoughts throughout the day yeah absolutely right? and it's a programming too because we absolutely we, what is joe do you remember when we read breaking the habit of being you from joe dispenza it's a really great book um if you're interested in really breaking the habit of being yourself josh and i read it together and he says oh god i didn't even think of this so i'm kind of shooting from the hip here so maybe you remember but a mood if mm. continued turns into well, a thought, a right? thought yeah. if continued turns into a mood, yep. like I'm in a bad mood yeah. or whatever it is. Right. And yeah. then if that mood lasts more than a month or mm -hmm. two weeks, or I don't remember what it was, then that mood turns into, do you remember? I think it's basically, it just snowballs, right? Right. But there's, but there comes turns a into time a habit and then it turns, turns into, into a, a lifestyle, which turns into who you are and become. Right. But the way he puts it, it ends up turning into your personality. Your personality, who you become. But right. it, so it's like that mood. I forgot what it is, and I apologize. I probably. It basically though, it starts from a single thought, which then snowballs into this constant evolution of eventually becoming who you are and how you think yep. and how you feel and basically the type of person you become. So right. if you're always looking at the glasses being half empty, yep. and this is always happening to me, and 
of course we got caught in the rain today, right? Which we did. Well, but, we did, but we didn't even notice because we were so right. into doing this podcast but, without but even recording. But of course we got caught so in the rain today because yeah. this kind of stuff always happens to me. Right. Oh, really? Like that victim like, mentality. Absolutely. Yeah. Then probably going to be a victim five years from now if yeah. you don't change that. And it's so funny because there's a quote from A Course in Miracles that says, you may believe that you are responsible for what you do, but not for what you think. The truth is that you are responsible for what you think because it is only at this level that you can exercise choice. Mm -hmm. What you do comes from what you think. So this spiritual path is really about applying these spiritual principles and each day practicing them because then you know, we're guided to exercise the choice and essentially begin to change the way we think, right? Um, and you begin to add up like these new perceptual or uh, perceptual shifts, mm -hmm. right? And that's when you start seeing changes. And right. what I like to call it is manifest a miracle mindset. Like that's what you're doing. You're mm -hmm. you're deciding and you're practicing being who you want to be. Well, that works. Like we talked about, that work also works both ways too, right? So becoming more aware on a constant basis. Mm -hmm. Then you start to observe. Oh, okay, maybe I can shift my thought here. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, maybe. You know, we're starting to maybe talk about somebody or criticize somebody, catch myself. All right, let's yep. shift the conversation right here and there. Slowly, that again, that, that starts to become less and less. You become more and more at ease, not, you know, in that negative mindset, not in that those negative actions, and ultimately you feel less of those negative feelings. Well, you begin to lead your life. Yeah. You're no longer a sheep, mm -hmm. and you're leading your life. Right. You're the lion or whatever you want to call it, but you're deciding how you're going to feel and you're beginning to show up. And that's the thing is at first, you know, when you try these principles and you try to become aware and you, and you shift yourself and you surrender, which I'm excited to have you um, jump into that a little bit, but showing up and continue to show up to release that fear and that ego consciousness will create subtle shifts. And these subtle shifts will add up to, you know, the judgment and the attacks and the anger. Those will all subside. That fear, that lack, that that old story, that victim mentality, whatever it is for you. And we're all experiencing the same stuff, right? It's yeah. just, you know, it's like, it's just whatever's ingrained in you. Whatever was your go-to, which really begins when you're in your inner child, when you're younger. There's things that we did in that masculine energy to protect ourselves because we couldn't digest in a healthy way what was happening to us. And that could be getting made fun of on the playground in kindergarten. Or it can mean that you had um, a dysfunctional family and just a very, you know, hard relationship with your parents or whatever it is right so we hold on to these limiting beliefs and we hold on to this way of being as a kid it protected us mm -hmm. you know but as an adult it doesn't protect us and that's really your inner child acting out mm -hmm. and Absolutely. as in your adult body your adult and that's child. that yeah. ego consciousness that's that fear yeah. right so just continuing to show up and continuing to stay in this energy that's why it's so powerful to hire a coach because it just helps streamline the process for you and it helps get you in the energy of understanding yourself and shifting and really creating these subtle shifts that all of a sudden you look back and you're like, you connect the dots looking back and you're like, wow. Well, what we don't realize too. And like you mentioned really good there with a coach is that we have and know the answer always. Yeah. What, what a coach or a mentor will do mm. is provide their insight, but also too, if they're good enough, okay. They'll be able to get those answers out of you. Right. That, you're just stuck in your own way about mm. that you can't realize. And then once they do that and you're able to surface that up because no one's going to be like, look at you and just tell you, okay, here's what's wrong with you. Like, no, they're going to be able to talk to you and allow you to the space and the, and the place for you to start looking back and really diving into things that may have been, um, from the, you know, from a toddler that you haven't even realized or subtle yeah. things with your family or anything like that, which is, ha which is with all of us. This isn't just you and I talking. This is just human beings in general, um, to be able to pull that out of you and, and have that answer. Um, that's self-discovery that you'll be able to figure out. Oh, absolutely. You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, um, that's important. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, so yeah, I mean, you, you have to trust the process and have faith, and that's why it's really important because sometimes you feel like, well, I'm doing all this work and nothing's happening, you know? 
Um, but those subtle shifts, those subtle shifts will continue to add up and continue to add up. And you'll notice that there will just be this subtleness to your energy. You'll start responding rather than reacting. And it's in those moments that you're like, oh, wow. If mm. this was like a year ago, I would have you know, right. blown off, off the, the handle. handle or whatever it is. So it's right. really cool and it's you know important to celebrate that and to also not be hard on yourself when you do um, fall off. But yeah, so love is our true nature. And if we're not in that state of joy and ease and satisfaction and peace and... Um, then we're out of alignment with our soul and we're out of alignment with who we really are. And we're in that fear and that ego consciousness, but it's always there to show us something mm -hmm. and it's always there to help navigate and direct us. And when you're out of alignment too, oftentimes that's when you go to those crutches, right? Whether it's drinking or food or drugs or, um, hell even going to the the gym right that's the crutch yeah. it's, it's a good crutch right <laughs> um yeah. but like that's when you go searching for those outlets and unfortunately some people come from a place where they'll find those negative outlets versus yeah. those positive outlets of running or going to the gym or right. surfing or whatever that outlet is usually you know it's because you don't feel worthy almost like deep down yeah well we begin to anesthetize i can't say that word um our fear with food, with romance, with love, with work, with gossip, alcohol, television, anything to avoid actually dealing with the fear. Right. And then we tend to live in a constant state of anxiety and inner turmoil. And that's just feedback. So that's the mm. great thing is that fear is feedback. It's false evidence appearing real, mm -hmm. right? That's what fear is. And it's just feedback. And if we can begin to understand that and that's when we become curious and we begin to you know exercise that that higher consciousness and that awareness and and really you know to get into it it's the surrender is really about being willing to see this different being willing having the willingness to change in that moment yeah and also i think one of the most important things and this is something that has been coming up for me so much lately is leaning on my own power okay which you can't do because you can't get there where you want to be from there you have to release and surrender your power yeah to um like a great a power greater than you right so whatever that is for you a power greater than you can be god it can be higher energy universe i mean at the end of the day there's an ever-present energy of love that circles around us and supports us and, guide us and guides us to know peace. And it's there all the time. It's there when you're feeling the sun and you're at the beach or you're, you, know, you have a baby or you're with a puppy or you know, just, those, mm -hmm. just you know, throwing that in there because there's so many other ways that you can experience that. But it's just like a natural feeling. It's this natural love that, that you just experience in that moment. You know, if you see this really beautiful baby and you're connecting with it for 10 seconds, 15 seconds, and you're in that moment, you're not in fear. Mm -hmm. You're in that. And that's, it's always there for us to tap into. Absolutely. Like for me, I love like out of my window, there's these seagulls that just fly on this building that we see right next to our window and they just fly and they soar. And sometimes I just watch them They'll and do I, that for, yeah, they'll do that all day. It's so, I don't know. It's but just, it's like they're all dancing with each other. It's, it's just like, beautiful. Yeah, it's is, like, it's, cool. it's really beautiful. And it's just a moment that I can kind of get out of myself and just tap into that, that ever loving presence and that awe and that miracle of life. Like mm -hmm. it's really, there's so many different ways, but we just have to program ourselves to be more in that loving state, more in that, um, our natural essence of, of who we really are, you know? So, yeah. you know, when fears runs the show, we can either surrender right? To a power greater than us, like I was just mentioning. Um, or we can turn to and have that fear guide the bus and we can overeat or we can not eat, you know, eating yeah, disorders. Right. Um, we can try to control, 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 or stay really busy. Um, you know, get, like I said, that gossip or, you know, being so obsessed with working all the time and, you know, drinking or watching TV anyway to numb out and to not deal with it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just being willing to to see this different in this moment, right? And yeah. being willing to, you know, to see love instead of this. Yeah, absolutely. So 
you, when it comes to... Is that to, all you got? <laughs> I mean, I could keep going. Well, I think to segue into that, um, can I segue the, into the surrendering then? Because I think yeah, that absolutely. that definitely comes from both, right? So when we talk about surrendering, we're not talking about just rolling over and dying and, and not, you know, just giving up. What we're talking about is surrendering with whatever um, problems that are happening in your life or issues that are coming up that are causing conflict, your relationships, um, struggle or frustrations with work, um, just thinking about the future, right? Like we just talked about earlier, like paying the bills or, you know, what am I going to do? Like, I think, you know, what am I going to do? Retire in two years. Mm -hmm. Like I need to start a whole new career as a middle-aged man. You know what I mean? Like what am, yeah. what's, what am I going to do with that? Right. So that, that's something I think about every day. Right. Um, but part of that surrender, what that looks like is grounding down. And when we talk about grounding down, we talk about just sort of simplifying and clear, clearing the mind. When you do start having thoughts while you're in that process of surrendering, you let them wash right through you. They come up mm. and you just feel them literally wash through you like you're a screen almost. That's all I, That's what I do in my head. I, mm. I imagine like I have a screen in my head and I actually picture that thought coming in and then I make a mental image of that going through that screen and it just washes out behind me. Um, well, that's really great real quick because it's, it's true that no one in nothing can make us feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. It can actually dictate our reality and our experience in life. Like it's hard to understand that as humans. Like if someone's acting out or they're being whatever, you know, you're having issues with someone or yeah. a circumstance ha- happens, right? And that's kind of like going back to that Course in Miracles thing because what we do comes from what we think, which is again, deciding like, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give you guys at the end too some some action steps that you can take for this too. But I love that you said that because that's not an easy thing, what you're sharing that no. you, and, and I, I mean, even with I've struggled me, with like, that my whole life. Well, yeah. And like seeing it for what it is, but not judging it or not giving it any more meaning and no expectations right. and just letting it move through you. Yeah. Right. I love that. And so again, when, you, when you're simplifying with that, when you're simplifying that and now you're beginning to become aware and control those thoughts that come in that will steer you down that path of walking in fear, okay? Um, at that point, then you're able to become a little bit more quieter with yourself, mm. right? Because it's very important, I think, to be able to sit and be quiet with yourself. And ground How often your now is it just like muscle memory that if you're waiting for the train or you're waiting for the elevator or you're just out, whatever, there's a down, boom, go right to your phone, right? It's like an instant kind of like... Constant stimulation. Yeah. Um, so can you be quiet for your, with yourself? Can you enjoy just going out and, like you said, being able to take in everything that you're encountering and being appreciative of it with gratitude? gratitude like, man, that yeah. sun feels great today on my way to work, mm. you know? Now, do or, you set that intention in the morning before yes. you head out? Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I, th- I'm, I pick a couple of things that I'm thankful for, and then um, I kind of make myself smile when I think about it and go about my morning rituals, you know, which is another thing that we'll get into one of these days. Um, but then, okay, so you're quieting yourself. Um, now, when things come up, um, you think about, okay, now, what, what do I have conflict with? internally right is it internal or is it something that's actually um showing up for me for instance um you know uh, you have a big bill that you have to pay debt or something or um oh great we got to get you know a starter for the car that's going to cost however many hundred hundred bucks whatever right um so it's it's freeing yourself from moving through life with resistance for when things pop up Okay, we're back. Um, so is it real or is it something that you are just internalizing, right? You you have a thought in your head of whatever, like the Sunday scaries, right? Where like it's Sunday and you're <laughs> like, oh man, you're like work and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then when you actually get to work, you're like, what was I stressing about? It's not that bad. I'm, you know, I'm answering all my emails. I'm getting this done. I'm getting that done. Why was I stressing, right? 
So, um, I like that. You ask yourself, is this real right now? Is it real like, or is, this, is it, or yeah. am I making more out of it and like milking this yeah. moment? That, and what if whatever I'm like having conflict about, if I don't carry through or carry it out, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? And is it going to matter in a month probably or not. two months? Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Like but, getting cancer and, and having something like that happen. Absolutely. Like that's, that's, that's a problem. Yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, and but Sometimes we surrendering is, is not giving up, right? It's freeing yourself from moving through your day in resistance. And by that, going through your day in fear, mm. right? Um, because when we sur- surrender, what we're also doing is we're removing expectation. We're removing bias, mm. right? So yeah. if I set an expectation for something, whatever it is, a person to, to follow through with something, or I expect... Uh, a meeting to go a certain way or whatever, right? You set that expectation, you're automatically setting yourself up for being let down, mm. right? Underwhelmed and um, not meeting that expectation, which in turn, you know what I mean? Again, that's just going to trip you up and now you're going to have an issue with your expectation not being met. Um, that's something I continually work on. It's huge. I've, yeah, I've so only started been like the chipping last, the ice like, with years, that. But, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it gives you freedom. It does. Like freedom. It does. It's always available. Yeah. And you're, you're not, you're not setting yourself up to be let down. Yeah. And like, you're remaining, you're remaining neutral. Your baseline is staying at its default. It's not spiking from some expectation that you created that didn't get met. Mm. Now, obviously there's reality of expectations too, right? You expect like if X, you're a manager or something yes. and you've got I an employee. I expect you, because this is your job description, yeah. to to pull your weight and, and deliver, right? Mm-hmm. That's an expectation, yes. But um, but that's just you following the rules and checking off lists. You're not coming home with that. Right. Right. Yes. But if you expect someone to act a certain way right. that you want them to act, mm-hmm. because that's how you think they should act, when in reality they're just them and they're going to act how they want to act, you know what I mean? Or or um, react how they want to react. Yeah, and the freedom, the greatest freedom is allowing people to have their own experience. Absolutely, And honoring your truth. And this is about stepping into your authentic truth and honoring who you really are and and how you really want your life to be and surrounding yourself in that same energy and letting go of the rest, right? Absolutely. It opens up your your possibilities. Without judgment. Yeah, absolutely. It's just your self-care. That's self-care and self-love all the way. Right. All so, bass are great, but <laughs> but basically, though, right? It holding on to that expectation will ultimately limit you. Absolutely, and it's like you're drinking. It's like expectation. I think expectation and holding on to resentment is like mm-hmm. drinking your own poison. Yeah, and that's where forgiveness comes in, right? True. Yeah, forgiving yourself for going down that road and ego consciousness. Forgiving yourself for and that's part of the surrender, I think, too, is forgiveness. Absolutely. Forgiving yourself, not being hard on yourself, and surrendering to a power greater than you. And just like how you said, just let it move through you and then feel the sun. Well, and the biggest thing, too, because our ego wants to control everything, right? It wants to control our environment, mm-hmm. right? It's so strong in so us. So having the ability to surrender is letting go of what you can't change mm-hmm. and being okay with not being able to change that. That's a hard. That's a real hard one that I've had trouble with. That and makes me think of. This, I got to tell uh, you, since I've learned, I still struggle with it. But oh, absolutely. I become very, very adept more of of coming to terms with letting people, you know, letting people do what they're going to do, right? Or, um, not having that expectation and surrendering to the fact that hey, if something's going to happen that I really can't change right now, then okay, then I can't change it. Um, the best way and the first thing that I've experienced that with is driving. Mm. I used to lose my mind. Okay. Can I just... <laughs> my mind. I would get... And then I would get upset Ugh. because you were getting upset. And then you piss me off. And then more. I would be like, Josh, no, you guys, <laughs> seriously, if you could be in the car with us, for so long. Oh. It was like every single time we drive together. I'm like, why are you getting upset at him? You're only hurting yourself. He can't freaking hear you. Right. But, and he would, and then that would just set Josh off even more. And it was, oh my, <laughs> it was so bad. But, you know, I mean, 
I think when I started to witness your spiritual involvement, that was one of the first things I noticed is that my evolvement. I just want to cover what is evolvement. Your spiritual evolvement. Is that a word? No. Evolvement. Evolvement. <laughs> Evolution. It's like me being in the pro <laughs> me being involved in the process of evolving. Your evolvement. You know what I mean? I make up my own words. Oh, they make God. sense though, don't they? Totally. Sometimes. Yeah, I knew exactly what you were yeah. saying. Absolutely. I think so, it should hey, be a new word. You know what? I do too. Um That's what happens when you access flow, you just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> So when I started to witness you just becoming more conscious and self-aware and just softening your essence, your energy, right? like that's when I started to notice it in the car. Yeah. We still have some moments. They're very, very little though. And they're not like you getting upset. <laughs> they're not you getting upset, but they're, this is okay. It's gone from getting really angry, like yelling at the person who can't hear you. Only I could hear you. You're hurting me and you. It's gone from that. This is good, though. It's progress. We're going to celebrate you for a second, Josh. Uh, to, you know, I just, <laughs> you know, I can't even say it. it's too funny. You know, I just don't understand people. Like, you'll just have a conversation now, and I just sit there and let you talk. You hear me talk my way out of, yes. out of my room. You're very calm, but you're like, I just don't understand people. Like, what's holding up the line? And it's just funny because I sit there, and I'm just like, wow. <laughs> But it's funny because uh-huh. I think sometimes I can feel that, like, me wanting to punch the windshield. And I'll, I'll be like, hmm, well, that wasn't very nice of him to do that, to cut me off. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people can relate to that road rage. But on a, on a real note, though, I, you do notice um, practicing it. That was one of the first things because you're in that environment where you don't have any control of what other people are doing. You're in these vehicles. You're, you know, all racing down the road at the same time. I think that's just one perfect scenario for uh, surrendering to external forces or things that you don't have control over. And sometimes they're going to encroach on your space, you know, cut you off or not see you or honk at you or whatever. And rather than fly off the handle, you can really practice that time to be like, well, okay. That just happened. Next, you know, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna give my energy to that. Yeah, because that goes into the second part of surrendering too, which is, um, you have the choice of giving your energy to things. So something pisses you off, and then now you react to that. Okay, well, good. Now you're invested. Your energy is invested into whatever that is that's pissing you off. So what that means is now you're gonna heighten your Fight or flight, right? Fight at this case. Your cortisol levels are going to shoot up, and you're going to now you're going to be all messed up for a couple minutes because you or sometimes it lasts even longer in the beginning of the don't journey, have that right? emotional maturity to let yeah. something like that um, play out, and instead of reacting, right, like you said, responding, responding with differently, and that's why you become interested that you're you're feeling those feelings because yeah. what happens is. Oh my God, it's, it's crazy. So like a thought actually creates a feeling in the body. There's actual chemicals that our body will give off, gives off through a thought, right? Oh yeah. And then what Butterfly, happens Butterflies is, in your stomach. Yeah. Or anxiety or, you know, whatever it is. But then those feelings create more of that same thought. So all of a sudden you're just in the, you're gaining momentum in the direction that you mm. don't want to be in. Right. You know, so that's why practicing, you know, what you're thinking and how you're choosing to respond is is so vital. And it's one of the best practices that we can. That's mm-hmm. probably like the first step, I think, one of the first steps in your journey. All right. So let, I want to summarize here, too, because yeah. I know we can bounce around a little Go bit. Go into rabbit holes always. So with, <laughs> Especially with me. what you started with, with living either out of fear or love, right? Ways that we can shift from operating from that way of thinking of, of fear is the ego consciousness, the ego consciousness, right? Is one by being aware of our actions throughout the day and our thoughts throughout the day. And are those negative? Am I looking at that glass half empty? Am I always caught in the rain? Am I always a victim? Am I the one that that always happens to? Mm -hmm. And your best feedback is how you're feeling, right? 
And that or, directs you to what you're thinking. Or am I making this more than what it really is? Mm-hmm. And am I giving my energy to something more of the energy that I need to than rather letting that just pass through me? Absolutely. And, and so back. with that awareness, right, allows us then to step into the action of surrendering. Yeah, And being willing. It's the willingness. I'm willing to see this different. I'm willing to... to, to release this to a yeah. power greater than me. And, um, yeah, that's, that's really powerful because, you know, our feelings are our greatest indicator as to what we're thinking and what we're focusing on. Oh yeah. Our I have a, I have a gut feeling like that's, right. that's not a saying, um, without any reason. I mean, we, we have that intuition, um, that sixth sense, if you want to call it that, where, um, you know, if something feels good or it feels bad or it feels off or you have some apprehension or whatever, it's for a good reason. And it's important to listen to that feeling, thinking logically, but then also too going back to, okay, what does this feel like though? Does this feel good? And what's your intuition saying? Right. Like what's that loving ever present energy that's around us and within us, that divine essence, that intuition, that higher self, whatever you want to call it. What is that saying to you? Right. So like, is this true right now? What I'm thinking? Right. Or is this something that my ego is deciding to make up so I can feel some sense of validation? Because regardless of what we think, that's ultimately what we are continually running around in circles doing. And are you willing to see this different? Are you willing to change how you're feeling and how you're thinking about it? And are you willing to lean on a power greater than you and surrender? You know, please mm. help me to see this different. Whoever that is for you. Like, mm. I like to call on all of my guides and my angels of the highest truth and compassion. Like, please you rely take on, this from me. You rely on what's your name? Divine Essence. Oh, yeah. That's... that's Divine essence. It's your intuition. It's your inner guide. It's, it's, you know, it's your energy. It's who you really are. The essence of who you really are. Like it's not when you're in ego consciousness. It's not when you're in fear and when you're angry and when you feel lack and when you're scared. Like that's not who you really are. That's not your essence. That's Mm -hmm. just the physical energy that you've created in your body through what you're looking at and in your perception. But a miracle is just a shift from, of your perception, really. Okay. You know, so what do you mean by that? Meaning like miracles are all around us, right? Like that that loving energy, that presence that's all around us all the time, the abundance of the earth and how it's just continually giving us food and sunlight and energy. And I mean, a lot of times we feel like we don't have enough things, right? Mm. Like we feel whatever that is. And it's like we have everything we need. Like, we are perfect just the way we are, and we are so fully supported on this journey. And a lot of times, like, we forget to see the miracles that are all around us. We forget to see, am I making, is this resonating with you a little bit? So it's like, it's just a shift in perception. Right. And that's that surrender, and that's that willingness to see see this different. Willingness to, I've gone into fear, and I'm releasing that. Mm -hmm. Put on some music. Raise your, raise your vibration, use some oils, raise your vibration, journal, you know, there, there's so many different things. And I think that coming back to your breath, like, have you ever had someone say to you, take a deep breath right now? Breathing is so powerful. And as a yoga teacher, it's very interesting because a lot of people, if you notice how you're breathing, a lot of people will breathe from the chest, which in essence means that you're hyperventilating all day. Right. We're not breathing into the belly, moving it into the ribs, into the chest, exhaling down. Like when you just take some deep breaths and you breathe correctly, you're reconnecting Mm -hmm. with that energy, with that prana, with that life force energy. It's really powerful. And that's, you know, after you have that willingness to surrender and shift in that moment, taking some deep breaths, having some tools. It slows the, it slows the mind down too. When you do that. Totally slows the mind down. Because I can get into the wheel spinning. And when I do, that's the first thing I do. Mm. I'm like, all right, let me step back here for a minute. Yeah. I close my eyes. I do like a six, three, six, you know, mm. like six in, mm-hmm. hold it for three, six out. See, it's like a seal thing that they, I forgot what it was. I don't know if that's the right cadence or whatever, but nine, yeah. three, six, whatever works for you. 
But yep. yes, there's so many different shifting, that are shifting, wonderful. though, shifting, though, your attention to that, I yep. think helps bring you back down, you know, as you start floating away into the ethers with this and that and the other, you know what I mean? That yeah. helps you really, all right, I'm going to ground back down again, because when I'm floating away up there, hundred miles an hour, thinking of all the worst case scenarios, I'm not coming up with any good solutions. I'm not feeling mm-hmm. good. I'm feeling on edge. I'm shooting from the hip, yep. I'm scrambling, and yep. ultimately, I'm right back to living out of fear. Yeah, and it's a, it's a pattern that we all have. So all of us have different patterns. And in order to break that pattern again, coming back to that willingness and, and surrendering, because if we continue on that path and we have excuses, well, she's doing this to me, and he did this to me, and this happened then you're not taking responsibility for your thoughts. Things can be happening around you, but when we surrender to them, and it reminded me of the serenity prayer. My sister used to have this stenciled on her wall, and it was such a beautiful prayer. I don't know how it goes like off the top of my head, but it's like that courage to change the things that I can and the uh, wisdom to know the difference, you know, like oh, yeah, that yeah, I can't, yeah. right? And right. it's, it's, it's Surrender is powerful. They yeah. use it in the 12 steps. They use it so many times because when you go into that fear base and you don't surrender, that's when... Alcoholics will drink again. That's when drug addicts will, you know, or well, because you need anything to divert the ego right. needs anything to divert itself from the um, uncomfortable feeling, or mm-hmm. i.e. lack that it's going through right now at that moment. Why do you think food is such a com- comfort food? Yeah, you want to know why? Because the sense of taste is so strong that it causes a chemical reaction in your brain, right? To sort of kind of cut through. Whatever pain that you're feeling at that moment, emotional eating. Helps to fill the void. Exactly. It fills that void. That's where it comes from. So Yeah, because we don't want to face it. But it can be doesn't have to be hard. This this gets to be easy. Apple pie makes me feel better. Yeah. I love your apple pie. (laughs) Sorry. Apple pie is good. Yeah. All right. Um, but this this gets to be easy, this surrender and um in just experiencing more joy. That's what it and comes down to. And more satisfaction and more, Ugh, just more nourishing connections, yeah. right? Like having a tribe, a soul tribe, where you can be authentic, you can take your mask off, you can be who you are, you can... But we have to do that for ourselves first. We have to see ourselves fully. We have to honor ourselves. We have to accept ourselves. We have to love ourselves. And that means cutting ties with people sometimes. It means, you know, old habits and old relationships and a lot of things are going to keep you anchored into your old behavior. So things need to change, right? Right. So a few things that you can do to, you know, really move out of that fear and that ego consciousness, which is so strong and sometimes... You know, even me, right? I've been a teacher. I'm a coach. I do this work. And, you know, sometimes I have storms that come through and I get so caught into fear and so caught into the ego sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm always learning new things about myself, right? And sometimes, most of the time, it's really easy to come out of it because I've been practicing this a long time. Um, And sometimes I just have to remember to come back to my tools. Sometimes I'll be like, God, I felt like crap all week. What an off week I've had, right? Right. And this is even recent. And it was like, oh, I fell out of my journaling. I'm not journaling. Yep. I'm not meditating. Like, like, like I'm not showing up for myself and doing the things that I need to do. I'm not showing up for her. Right. Right. So there's some things that you can do is you can put little reminders on your phone throughout the day. Um, you know, little affirmations of, um, you know, I'm willing to see love instead of this. I'm willing to shift this, like whatever your affirmation is, whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through. Um, can I add something to what yeah. you were saying too with that? Um, you can do the stuff that we're talking about right now, right? Um, you know, primarily just being aware and surrendering, right, that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But also, too, to, and like you're talking about here, to come out of that fear-based living is you, you have to do the work by replacing those old habits and way of operating mm-hmm. with positive ones. Yeah. And surrendering. You have to. And you fall out of it. And like back to it. Yeah, absolutely. Like on the weekends now, it's like I try and I try and go to bed normal time that I would during the week. You know, yeah. unless there's a fight on time. Saturday night or something like that. Yeah. But, you know, and I try and wake up in the morning at the same time that I normally would for work. Mm. I, like, you know, a little bit at 530 yeah, yeah, or yeah. so, but <laughs> six o'clock. But, yeah. you know, because it's important to enjoy those mornings and waking up and watching the sunrise and having your coffee and playing your music and like just chilling out and taking that simple 
few moments on the weekend to slow yourself down, to ground back down again. Um, but that eating good, limiting alcohol consumption, um, exercising, yeah, working out. Your physical energy is everything. Huge. It affects how you think. It yeah. Affects, and you know what? That's but what, what people don't realize though, is that like, it's yes, it's good to like stay fit and everything too. But when you were talking about like your breath and stuff like that, mm. when you're working out and you're doing like, that's why I really come to love um, doing functional hit because I tax my body, but I always revert to my breath when I'm feeling exhausted and I can't make it to that 45 second mark. And that helps you when you encounter stresses in the day to day to revert back to that breath and revert back to yeah, you're conditioning your nervous slow system. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing is that you can work out or you can use it as a meditation. Mm. You can work out and you can do self-development work at the same time and listen right. to a podcast. There's a lot of things that you can do to really capitalize on your time. And yep. this is all these little things that you start to do as the leader in your life mm -hmm. and as showing up as that and, and choosing and deciding who you really are and who you want to be mm -hmm. and just taking those little tiny and What are you doing steps. in your downtime? I don't know. Yeah, it's all those old behaviors, and that's why. Right? Are you binging on Netflix? <laughs> well, you television is and you just sit television and watch is a Netflix? way to instead of looking at your fear to to. I mean, it's okay. Turn I out. consume. I like. I mean, I don't really watch TV anymore. Absolutely. It's okay to consume. Yeah. But you also need to be creating your life, and, right. and that's dealing with your shit mm -hmm. and calling yourself out on your shit and putting your big girl pants on. Yeah. And like, all right, let's do this. Like you know? I, I, I'm or like, or boy pants. I, I don't wear pants. Um, I'm not wearing pants right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Pantless podcast. But now, like, I welcome my commute to work because I know that I'm going to be reading. I, 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 I look forward to it because that's my time to read yeah. and catch up on all this stuff, to do inventory, to do work. I have my music going. I'm reading. and. But that's a choice. Yeah. That's the thing we don't understand is that we have a choice always. Like, how many people go on the train and complain about their commute? Because that's right. not an easy commute. Or they could say, you know what? I'm going to take this hour for personal development. I'm going to mm -hmm. listen to a podcast because you may not give yourself that time exactly. otherwise. Right. So it's all about your perception. But think Again. about this too, right? So I do about three hours a day, right? Mm -hmm. It's about an hour and a half down there, an hour and a half back. Aye, okay? aye. So that's three hours a day times five. That's 15 hours a week. Mm. If I spent those 15 hours bullshit that I had to do that, okay, and then, what's that, a month? Oh, I don't even know. Okay. And then a year. 60 hours a month? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever did the math on that? No. That's kind of crazy. So think about that What a time. gift, though. It's but such a gift. Think about that, that time. time. And this is, this is important, too, to be able to find enjoyment in the mundane things throughout the day, because... Majority of our life and of our days of the mundane things, right? Walking down the street to the train station. Yeah. Autopilot. Hop, then hopping on the train. Yeah. Okay. Am I going to look out the window listening to some mindless, you know, podcast or some dumb YouTube video or just st stream through my Instagram feed? Or am I going to read a book that's going to help me maybe um, realize some things about my life that will allow me to experience more joy? Going through it. So when you think about all those mundane times, that 15 hours a week, which adds up to whatever a month, that um, other in-between time that you have, driving in your car, right? When you could, and I'm, I know a lot of people do this already, but yeah, you turn a good podcast on and mm -hmm. cool, it gets the brain going and you're thinking about some stuff. Those mundane moments end up being majority of your life. And if you spend that time being miserable that you have to do them and you have to go through them, then you're kind of missing the point here. Oh, it's so fun to design your life. Like, yeah, oh my God, it is, is like, that's like one of my favorite things to help, to help people do is to design your life. And it's, it's really powerful. This is a long one. We kind of covered this two is, topics that we probably is. could have made into two podcasts. I but. know, I know. Um, I'm actually um, going to be opening up a few more spots in my Divine Nourishment one-on-one -on -one coaching. So if you're interested, you can email me at dd at com. Um, I'm excited for that for the fall. Aren't you going to be creating, um, a quick thing that people can check out on your podcast for, um, morning rituals? Yes, right? we're going to be, um, so for everyone, all of you guys who have left 
um, uh, such beautiful reviews and ratings. Again, we appreciate that so much. Um, we are, I am, well, both of us are going to be actually creating, um, I forgot what we called it, but just mastering your morning. Yeah, morning ritual. Giving yeah. you guys some really great things that we have found very helpful in our lives. Um, and we just really want to give you guys these tools so that you can feel out uh, what your ingredients are, mm -hmm. right? Um, so we're going to be coming up with that. And everyone who has left a, a rating and a review, we will be sending that to you guys. So um, if you send a review, just send me a snapshot of it so I could put you on the list and we'll let you know when that's, when that's ready. So for now, um, put some reminders on your phone throughout the day. You know, I'm willing to see this differently. Maybe have that go off a few times throughout your day so you can stop and be like, okay, what am I willing to see different right now? What's been going on in my day the last few hours yep. that I'm feeling, right? So you could do those. Those are really great. Um, so figure out some affirmations just to help you to kind of remind yourself to shift and to come back to love and to shift and to decide you know, how you're going to feel that day. Um, again, coming back to gratitude, like waking up, wow, what a beautiful morning. What a beautiful day. How amazing that I'm learning how to work with this energy mm. from these, from these people that I look up to. How mm -hmm. wonderful that I'm getting better and better every day. Like just coming into that positive, you know, gratitude, um, meditation is going to be really powerful guys. Um, it's, you know, when you find a style that works for you, it's like dark chocolate and it really shifts everything because you have to go through these stages of the, of slowing down your thoughts to create that space to actually create the change that you desire. Um, reflecting at night, how your day went, you know, what, what triggered fear for you today? What did you experience? What thoughts came up for you? What emotions came over you? How does, how did fear in that day affect your behavior? Did you find yourself grabbing chocolate or ice cream because you were feeling a certain way. I mean, whatever that is. And just reflecting on it and deciding tomorrow I'm going to do better. I did my best today and my best is different every day and just honoring yourself. And then that's a great nighttime reflection to do. And then in the morning, you can also take five minutes just to decide how I'm going to feel today. I'm not going to let anything take me out of my power. I'm not going to give my power away. I'm going to be kinder today. I'm going to lean towards love a little bit more today, you know, and just intentions are huge. So those are a few things that I hope will serve you guys. Maybe try one of them. Let me know um, how you guys are doing with that and have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. Until next time, walking with you.